Well, hello there. Come on in. Have a seat. Enjoy a beverage. And welcome to the Martini Lounge with Jonathan and Sergey. You're back. Hey, it's another awesome Friday. You know, you wait all week for the Martini Lounge. All I'd week. like to think so. All week long. Hey, yeah. people are excited. There's a lot of people that are listening. Today is mm-hmm. going to be a fun show. Today. Well, like that's something new. <laughs> I know. They're all fun. Today, no. first of all, we're going to be extra fun because I just feel it. But second, nice. we're having a really cool guest on who I'm excited for. I know. Because he comes from the land down under. I love going down, down under. under. I mean, <laughs> yes. Yes, that's true. Yeah, because we're sure excited that we have never heard him speak. We've heard him sing. Yes. We haven't his, heard him speak. His new EP is amazing. Uh, we will be talking to Greg Gould here soon. Um, his EP is so good, and oh, it's yes, quick, most... but it's you, it's just beautiful. And typically quick isn't good. No. But okay. But this no, is good tip, quick. Um, he <laughs> has a beautiful voice. Yes, Absolutely he does. soulful. So I'm excited. Greg Gould, uh, he has the new remake of the In Vogue 1990s hit don't let go which i had that cd it was one of my favorite songs he has redone it and it is amazing right right like so we discovered and we were doing our radio show which we have in town or we had in town we did our last one no long um, ago but i before the show i was it popped up on my right, facebook right. page on my feed and i'm like what's this so i played the video Ended up crying <laughs> through the whole thing. I mean, and you so know. we had Kurt reach out right away and say, "Can you find this guy?" And we found right, him. Right. Kurt being our producer. And so now we're gonna have him on because Kurt does amazing work. But um, now, so let's yes. talk about. Do you have your drink? I do. I have I my drink. It's, hey, do you uh, have yours? Uh, clink. We clinky, gotta do clinky. that every every episode. Yes. It's actually sponsored again by uh, Bistango Martini Lounge here and in Spokane. They are amazing. Listen, if you're in Spokane, there, please go there. The atmosphere is you so have much to fun. Go. The ceiling is stars. It's just stars. Thank you. First point, right? Gotta go. I just want to like lay out. on the floor and just look at the <laughs> can we while I drink. I'm going to put a straw so I can have yes. my martini through a straw. Like a silly straw, then, too. Yeah, 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 exactly. Let's it's rent beautiful. it out for a night and just have yes. like really <gasps> quiet jazz and look at the stars oh, and yes. just like drink. It also has the, the largest martini glass I've ever seen in my life that's yes. sitting on their counter. Love it. I'm Sadly, you can't it. drink out of it, but that's okay. Like, I don't know okay. if can't is a steadfast yeah. rule. <laughs> we, will, we will discuss, we will, you know, delve into that, you know. I, yeah. But anyways, what the price? owner's amazing. The bartenders are so mm-hmm. nice, mm-hmm. and it's a fun place. So yeah, it. so this time, uh, so it's yeah, a, go down a, to them. This time, it's a it's a dry martini sponsored mm-hmm. by them. So we have the the recipe well, out there. Well, three olives. Look it up. Little three, three olives. That's three right. olives. Because it's also a snack. You're, exactly. You gotta it's do your it. salad. It's your, <laughs> it's your salad on the side. I know. <laughs> so we have those. So remember, you can drink with us. We put a yes. recipe online for you oh, if you no. would like to drink uh, drink with the boys when you're listening to the Martini Lounge. So there you go. That, that was, was unique. That was a character. I like that. Yeah. That was a thing. Hey, you're you're practicing. I know. So that's yeah. exciting. Also, we like to start every show with the discussion piece that mm-hmm. has something to do with the research we've done on the. Yeah, the about the guests, guests that we're having or... on. And so one of the things was um, Greg, and we'll talk to him a little bit about this, but when he was at 17 years old, he auditioned for Australian Idol, yeah. which is you know their version of American Idol, um, because now every country has their own idol. Apparently so. It is, because Simon Cowell is not stupid. No. So he knows how to make some money. Exactly. Anyway, so he was on there, and the producers said to him that you have a choice. Oh, wait, the producers asked him if he was gay, and other producers in the industry have said to him... 
you know, you need to either hide your sexuality or you need to be super gay, but no middle ground. No. Like, basically, it's the extremes. There's, you are either, you know, a queen for days or you are a stealth gay. You which, know what I mean? Yeah. Which is funny to me because I feel like that's how people treat a lot of gay people. They do. And you and I were talking about this. Like, why is that a thing? We had an article come out in the paper uh, in Spokane about us mm-hmm. uh, yeah. because we, yeah. we have closed down one radio show and now we have three shows that we're doing. Right. And uh, so they did a great thing. And I said, at my work, what's so fascinating is some people who never would give me the time of day and some of who I've heard don't, you know, aren't... Pr- yeah. They don't appreciate gay people. <laughs> now are they so exist. friendly to me. And right. I, first of all, I love it. Second of all, you said to me. It's because I feel like sometimes you, you, you can be one of two gays to be accepted. You have to either be. One of two gays. I you love have it. to be really stealth and like super like lumberjack butch and, and never mention it. I can it. accept you because right. you're not threatening my yeah, sex. You're just a straight man who happens right. to maybe have a boyfriend somewhere I don't right. ever see. Right. Or you it's have all to a be. Theory. Right. It's a theory. Yeah. yeah or you have to be raging flamboyant. Um, Cartoon character. You yeah. Are, you have Flamer to be queen. Car- like, really? Yeah. You have to be a caricature. Which basically neuters your sex. Exactly. Because you it's be safer because you're crazy yeah. and fun. And right. Yeah. I typically it, fall in that category. <laughs> and that's a fun category <laughs> to be in. But I mean, it is. You know what? I just want to be a real person. How about that? How about... What? You want to be a... Well, you like, and I go through this all the time. We do this. Yeah. Because people are always like... Um, because well, we like to label, yeah. right? So we, people we, are always like... Yeah. They told us in the beginning four years ago, well, you can't really do a political show and be funny and have celebrities. You can't do all of that. You need to pick one. Fuck that. And it's like, why do I need to pick one? Yeah. I would be more comfortable and I could label you and put you in different categories mm-hmm, if I, you mm-hmm. were, but we never have been that way. No, we are We us. just are. Yeah. yeah. And we do what we do. I mean. And we are hysterical and we're political and we're passionate thank you, thank you. and yeah. gorgeous. I mean, I just, I want to make sure that's in there. We are gorgeous. <laughs> gorgeous. So. That's level one. We are right? first of all gorgeous and then the other. Why things. do people have the need to label? Why do you think? I think, you know, it's threatening when someone's different, you know, it's, um, I don't understand you and maybe you go against my beliefs and (laughs) maybe um me me accepting you has to challenge my own beliefs about life some listen you think it goes just one way for homophobic people but sometimes Mm -hmm. uh guys are so straight that it's painful to me (laughs) i'm like wait you there is straight and then there is you are so straight that it's it's hurting me (laughs) you know yeah when you drive by a guy with a lifted truck (laughs) and you're like oh sorry about your penis Um, sorry. I know why fading they... masculinity as well. <laughs> right? Why right. is it so small? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's an any, not an Audi. But I get it. <laughs> there I get it. it. But that's how it goes. You're like, <laughs> yeah. ugh. Why? I. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope that you actually do haul like big giant logs I and do. hay barrels because otherwise you're just. <laughs> You're, you're you know compensating what? for the 80s you were called a poser you're just a poser, a poser yeah. you know because you ain't real Sorry. i know i know, <laughs> I, know. I, know. <laughs> I think it's so it's an interesting thing is, to yeah. think about the other thing is i've been asked to do uh, a little movie thingy yes uh, an indie yeah. movie but what and you have been asked to do the same yeah, movie a short film obviously mm-hmm. different characters <laughs> but the character so people were talking to me because yes. the character i've been asked to play and if you all out there are laughing i'm gonna come to your house and smack you hey listen but i've been asked to play a homophobic <laughs> super masculine uh see i can't, you can't even, even say it yeah. masculine um father right who 
does not treat his son very well. Exactly. Um, exactly. And, and his son, who was obviously gay, he's this mm-hmm. little nine-year-old, and then he grows up, and it shows how he deals with it and his right. bad decisions right. due to this upbringing. You play that one, mm-hmm. which people are getting the biggest <laughs> kick out of that <laughs> I, I play your dad. <laughs> remember that time we went to <laughs> yeah, a wedding. I don't remember And somebody no, no. <laughs> said, is this your son? This was full uh-huh. circle. This was, was full circle. Was, and you laughed so hard. <laughs> and so I was so good. mad. <laughs> And right away, I disowned that person. Yeah. Right. I'm like, I'm we're no, friends off. You are dead to me. <laughs> and then, yeah, you were saying, you know, laugh it up. Laugh it up. I, I take what I get. You I know, know right? I, you I know. do too. Help, help a sister reasons. out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun. So, but that's one of the things I, I was, a lot of people have said interesting things to me, like you can't do it, blah, blah, blah. First of all, I want to say something that we've said to many actors on here. Oh, it's called acting. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. So you're not yourself. Got right. it. Right. Secondly, kind of rude. Come on. I know. What I get think? that I'm super queeny. I get it. Yeah. But, but whatever. I, I have depth. Whatever. And I, have, I think. You know what? Yeah. I have all the emotions. I'm an actor. Exactly. A, you can As Goldie Hawn would yeah. say from First Wife Club. That's totally right. straight at me. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Here's the thing. I have no doubt that you can do it. You I have really been very sweet. have no doubt. Um, right. And I think that you'll channel that inner character. I think it's there. Plus, you have grown out the scruffy uh, scruff. I look like a horrible... I, like... Lost I my job. Yeah, I'm an it, alcoholic. A little bit, but I kind of like yeah. it. It looks good on you. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I'm very scruffy. I haven't mm-hmm. shaved since uh, for almost five days now. Which, and so yeah. I, so the and director had me send him pictures of my face to show, and he's like, oh, no, you need to keep that going. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, Just, okay. uh, whatever. Yeah, keep that up. Mm-hmm. Keep that up right I there. I so, mean, hey, you can do it off. So labels are interesting mm-hmm. because people are more comfortable to go, I define you this way. Right. You can't right. operate outside of that because I can't. I can't contemplate. Right, yeah. It's the same with, like, we're going to be talking to Greg Gould about um, producers and people in the industry wanting to label you because we need you to be in a box. Because they have to. Yeah. If you're outside that box, I don't know what to do with you. Mm-hmm. So it is this whole discussion. I think everybody, whether you're gay or straight, um, there's somewhere in your life where you are pigeonholed, mm-hmm. where you, you know, I think that's a thing yeah. that we do to each other just because right, right. for us, we think it makes it easier to understand someone to is if we put you, everything. Yeah, yeah. you know, but yeah. I've never been in a box. Well, that's not true. I don't <laughs> like <laughs> Let's to be in not a box. talk about that. <laughs> I've never been in a box. Look, gold star. Gold, gold star. star. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. I think that a lot of the times, um, you know, that first initial contact you make with someone um, you're automatically in, you know, a label is put on you. But I feel like sometimes you have to kind of um, accept that, you know, start mm-hmm. off with that label because then only then you can break in the walls and kind of, um, you know, right. s- show them it's who a, you are. Use it show as a foundation to jump from. Exactly. Don't use it as exactly. a, a, you know, a box to be stuck in. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm with you. All right. So it is that time. We promised you um, only the most amazing person in the world. We did. Um, and we, we're going to, right? <laughs> we're we're going to bring that to you. So we're going to be talking to Greg Gould, and he is the Australian vocal powerhouse who burst into the national scene in 2013 as the runner-up of Australia's Got Talent. He immediately connected to millions with his powerful rendition of Prince's Purple Rain, which is actually really good. Go listen to it. I do it at karaoke. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's widely known for his formidable five-octave vocal range. That's right, five octaves. Damn. And electrifying live performances and charismatic stage per- persona. His career highlights include critically acclaimed performances at the Full Moon Festival in New York City, the 2016 Sydney Mardi Gras official party, and headlining alongside Grammy... Uh, Grammy Award-winning <laughs> Black Eyed Peas alumni 
Prince Board at the Star. Now, Gregold breathes new life into On Vogue's In Vogue, thank In you. Vogue. In Vogue. <laughs> Classic 90s hit, Don't Let Love Go, with a brand new EP. We'd like to welcome Greg to the Martini Lounge. Greg, are you there? Greg, are you there? Hello. Hello. Are you shaking or stirred? I, exactly. We always are stirred. I'm shaking. I'm I'm shooken right now. Well, he's shaking right now because he is he has been so excited to talk to you I'm, all day long. I'm talking to the Greg Cole. Ah, uh, that's so nice. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you, you so me much such for a nice rap. You, you made me sound amazing. I oh. love that. Well, I mean, that's what we're here for, and you are. We've been listening to your music like all day You're long. Fab- I've literally okay. So first of all, I have to say, why did you make your EP so short? But second, right, it's an EP, so I listened to it forty times. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> okay. It's good. See, there's something in that. Okay. You know, get to listen to it over and over and yeah. over, and you don't, you know. It, Absolutely. And, I mean, it it, it, leave, it leaves you wanting more. So yes. yes. Well, that is the truest Maybe statement ever. Okay, Greg, what I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask you an annoying question. So you ready? <laughs> I, I'm gay. Oh, oh, <laughs> darn it! That was that was uh, gonna be the big reveal at the end. I, but now, okay, I am too <laughs> surprised. We accept you for who you are. <laughs> we we do. Okay, Greg. So I want to start with the comparison that you get a lot. Uh, basically, you're called the Australian Sam Smith. Do you like the comparison, yeah. or do you feel it gets in the way of your individuality? Um, I think it's a lovely compliment, and I, I, I definitely don't not like it. Um, <laughs> right. I think I'm, I'm, I'm very different to, to Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Sam's voice. I love Sam's music. Um, I think he's got a real sweetness to him, and I think that the thing that people are uh, recognizing in both of us is the vulnerability. Yeah, absolutely. Um, to our voices. I don't think we have the same tone or same range or same vibe, but I think that's what people are, are recognizing. So for that reason, I, I love that because I want to keep being vulnerable in my music and letting people to see yeah. who I am. And I think that's what he does. It's true. And, you know, I hate to add to the comparison, um, but as a huge fan of Sam Smith, your style a little bit does match it. And I think you're right. It's that vulnerability yeah. and that, that openness. Um, and Look, I could be compared to yeah. way other people and that's a, <laughs> You know, I'm very happy that that's right. the comparison. Yeah. <laughs> it, okay, so is there going to be a collaboration with you and Sam Smith? Is he going to fly down under and then you guys are going to sing? If he's listening right now and he <laughs> wants to give me a call, it's zero for now. <laughs> um, well, Sergey is you know already... Uh, I would love that. Okay. I would love that. He loves Sydney. Oh, so, no doubt. Um, oh, I'm sure. He travels, he travels here quite often. Um, he was here last month. I actually saw him walking up the street. And so, I was like, he, he, he was on Oxford Street, and I was like, and I was like, that's that's definitely Sam Smith. Yeah, um, <laughs> I love that. So Sergey will be with you stalking Sam though, because yeah, be, that Sergey also knows every step this man takes. <laughs> that's not entirely true, but right? Most, but mostly, right? So then, tell our yeah. listeners, yeah. Uh, especially the ones that are just discovering you now on the show, how would you describe your music? Um, you know what. I feel like I'm at this period in my life where I don't really have a genre, which is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because I look up to people like Lady Gaga, oh, who don't really love. have a genre. Yeah. Because she does so many different things and she does them all really well. Yeah. I'm not saying that I do everything really well, but I am saying that I, I think there's an element of soul music 
there's definitely I mean it's, it's definitely pop music so on iTunes it's 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 under the pop genre because sure. it's all pop music but um, you know there's there's ballads there's more of a funky twist like a more of a loungy feel to American Boy mm-hmm. um, and then there's obviously the dance version of Don't Let Go um, as well and I love I love making dance music I don't think um, dance music is my genre because um, I love my ballads and I love yeah. expressing myself and I love taking sure. a song yeah. like Don't Let Go and stripping it back and making it raw and vulnerable, like we said. Um, so I would say I'm a pop singer that has a soul background. I've always, like, I've, I've, mm-hmm. I've even I, I had my start at 15 working um, in 40 piece jazz bands. Oh my wow. God. Oh my God. That's like my dream. Yeah, that Last right there. <laughs> I Bring that back. Girl, bring that back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. G- Greg, you started getting noticed at a whole different level when you became a uh, runner-up on Australia's Got Talent, actually, um, as Greg yeah. Gould and The Chase. Um, what happened to The Chase? Yeah. <laughs> you were done chasing. <laughs> yeah. Where did they go? To, be, to tell you the complete and honest truth, um, I still work with amazing musicians all the time, mm-hmm. um, and that's really what that was. Mm-hmm. So when they asked me to go on the show, I was I was a little bit hesitant. I'd had a brush with um, Australian Idol, and there were some issues behind that. There was it was very much about my sexuality and all those sorts of things. And I was at a point where I was like, you know what? I want people to see me as a talent, not as I didn't want them to make a big mockery of it. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I made it very clear. And I also didn't want to go on and be that karaoke singer um, with the backing track. A lot of people go on these shows, and I feel like it's all about what the judges can turn you into a superstar. Right. And I was really, I was quite confident in what I did, um, and I wanted to present what I did as, as an act and as a talent. Mm-hmm. You know, it was called Strays of Talent. I didn't want it to be what they could create. So if I went on with a band, you know, I was gigging five nights a week. I wanted to go on and show them what I did. So for right. me, it would not be the same if I didn't go on with mu- with musicians and make making it a musician um, led performance. Right. So I, I kind of put the band together for the show, to be honest. Wow. I, wow. I'd work with those musicians all the time. Mm-hmm. So then when the show wrapped, we did a tour as Greg Gould and the Chase off the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but then eventually, getting the same seven musicians on the same seven gigs. Um, we weren't a band as such, if that makes sense. Right. No. It was me, and we called it the. We kind of put the chase together for the show and then continued it on as much as we could. And if the same set of musicians are, are, are in the same room, I'm sure, I'm sure we could call it the chase, but it just kind of, it died off because we don't really, it's hard to get the same set of musicians in the same right, room at the same right. time. Sure, yeah, exactly. And it, and it served its purpose for sure. Now, because you mentioned, uh, you yeah. mentioned Australian Idol, I believe you were 17 uh, when that came about. There, I was reading some articles in my research, and there was an interesting exchange with the producers that you've spoken about and you, you uh, referred to briefly just a minute ago when they bluntly just asked yeah. you if you were gay. What was that conversation so like for you? It wasn't the producers, for... it was the judges. Oh, my God. What that had to be so jarring. Producer, just before I walked, so I'm six. Picture this: I'm 16. I've got a photo. I'll have to send it to you. I'm, I look, I'm looking <laughs> like a 16 year old man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just literally moments. So I'm waiting to go into the judges' room, which by itself, is, for anyone, let alone 16, yeah. mm-hmm. is super nerve wracking. You know, I've always wanted to sing, so this was to me felt like my big break. Oh yeah. Um, 
at that time, you know, and, and there, you got to remember too that Idol was the only show on, on the, the air at that time. Yeah. It wasn't The Voice, it wasn't X Factor. It wasn't flooded with reality singing competitions. So this really was a, you know, everyone that was on that show was really quite, became a household name. So mm. anyway, so just before I walked into the audition, the producer came up to me and goes, Greg, so just, just one note, don't be too gay. Oh, wow. Oh. Rough. And I just went, wow. So I walked in, the judges were there, they said, stand on the X, I sang my song, and before they said anything about the performance, one of the judges said, look, I've got a personal question, can I ask you, are you gay or are you straight? Oh my God. And I was like, wow. Um, so I answered the question and I said, look, I'm 16, I'm going through it at the moment. So I, I haven't made that call to myself, let alone telling you guys. Right. So, you know, at the moment, at the, at the moment I'd like to be, remain label-free, mm-hmm. but I actually think this is more about my music. Right. Um, sure. And then the other obnoxious judge, who's very famous for being obnoxious, <laughs> oh, he's right. like the Simon Cowell. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> he goes, come on, mate, label-free, <laughs> that means you're gay. Oh, my God. So... What really upset me about that wasn't even whether I was ready to come out or not. It right. was about the fact that I had said to these people, A, I'm not ready. B, I don't want to be labeled. And yeah. this guy then turns around and tries to label me. Yeah. So I, and then the, the, the female judge in the middle, she, she was, she's kind of like the Paula Abdul. She, um, she very much was like, all right, I don't want to talk about this anymore you're amazing. And she, you know, she brought it back to the talent, which was nice. really lovely. That's um, great. And yeah. I don't know what's going to happen, but I think oh. you're dynamite. Um, and it's a yes from me. And then the other two sort of, it was, it was so awkward. They backed off and they were like, Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're a good singer. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, oh. they were like big anyway, old bullies. So I, through. so I got voted through yeah. and I walked downstairs and obviously from the, Time it took me to walk down the stairs to where my mum was. You know how they interview the parents? Yeah, now? yeah. Um, but they put the camera in my mum's face and said, how does it feel that your son's just come out on national television? What? Wow. <gasps> oh, my and gosh. And my mum knows that I'm going through it. My mum was the only one that I talked to. Yeah. yeah. And I actually walked in and, and cut off. I said, no, that's not what happens. Wow. I, and and, and we're... We, we pretty much walked away from that interview. And to be honest, I feel like that could be the reason why like I got, I, I, I don't know if you, you make it to Hollywood in, in the States, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I got to that level and I didn't progress any further because, and I, and I think it's because we wouldn't play their game. Wow. Wow. That wow. is messed up. Yeah. Cause it's all about crafting. And some it's weird about, story. it's about the industry and all that. And, and speaking of which is it, how different is the Australian music industry from American music industry? Is, is there any difference that you know of? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, we're led by the, by British music and American music in equal parts, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's smaller, way smaller. So you can sort of reach, a bit of success here, but then it doesn't transcend much further. It's very hard for Australian artists to make it big right. globally, um, which is what makes me so excited about this video doing so well oh overseas. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, I mean, I just booked 
the German Germany Pride Festival, so I'm going to be going to Germany. Nice. And I'll be coming to the States, and I'm going to do the UK, and we're, you know, it's hard for an Australian artist, artist to do that. You know, so our biggest artists here, um, like Delta Goodrum and Jessica Malboy, I'm not sure if you know who these people are, they don't really transcend to the international markets much. Right, right. Um, and they're so big here, but it doesn't necessarily mean they will cross the border. They, they both have in little ways, but not to the extent how you know, Lady Gaga is huge here right. and she's sure. around the world. Right, right, right. So if you make it big in America, you kind of make it big around the world. If you make it big in Australia, that means that doesn't mean, mean that you're going to make it big around the world. Oh, wow. But wow. If I come, when I come to the States, and I think it's two months, am I going to come to Washington and I'm going to like sit in the studio and have a martini with you guys? <gasps> please. Um, yes, please, please, please do. We promise to almost behave. Yeah. <laughs> Almost. 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 Well, you know, <laughs> because that would be amazing. First of all, you have to sing because your voice just kills us. Yeah, it it slays us yeah. every time. Now, yeah, I want to... If I had a few martinis, I could sing anything. <laughs> oh, good, because we make some good martinis. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. So, I mean, let's get down to the Australia-American thing. I, it probably gets annoying to, to a lovely Australian man like yourself, but... To us American gay men, you know, we are enthralled with your accent. Just enthralled with it. Is that something you as an Australian... Really? Oh, oh, my God. Oh, absolutely. You don't even know. Oh, we are sweating. We are sweating bullets here. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. Is that a thing? I'm, I've got I've to tell some truth here. Okay. Oh. So, I think I'm talking pretty Australian right now, which is good. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. Yeah. I am... <laughs> Biggest chameleon with accent. Really? I if I spend too much time with a British man, I'm all of a sudden going, <laughs> Yeah, hello, how are you? And that then if I awesome. spend if I'm if I'm spending a lot of time with someone from from the States, I'm like, Yeah, like all around the world. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. That was pretty just, good. Wow, look at you. So I'm like I'm like a chameleon, <laughs> but I'm really proud because maybe it's a radio thing, but right now I'm keeping my accent pretty well, I think. It, no, it is. Yeah, I'm impressed. Which is, you know, our, which is okay. But, I mean, I'm it. not really thick. Like yeah. you can get, you get really thick Australian accents, mate. Now you going? You yeah. from Australia? Yeah. We ride kangaroos to school, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so, amazing. I do find the American accent endearing, and I actually had a dream that I moved to America and married an American. Oh, oh. his name was hey. Sergey Grinkin. <laughs> Sergey Grinkin. I'm not an American. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't reveal that part in the dream. Right. Um, but I didn't think space either. I just, yeah. So. Uh, I'm open. <laughs> it's a sequel. It's a sequel, <laughs> it's a sequel. that's coming. Uh, I, I love I that. I will find my husband overseas. Yeah. I really do. I've had that feeling for a while. Yeah. So okay, well, then you need to come to I'm Washington. Washington. Yes. I'll meet you at the, the Lincoln Memorial and we can have coffee. And <laughs> yes. See, Sergey is there. He's done. I've been, I've been, I'm gonna... I have been to Washington, actually. Have you? Yeah, yeah. Um, just for a couple of days, but it was, it was beautiful. And I did the whole tourist thing. It was so friggin' cold. Oh, my I God. Came oh, in yeah. winter. It was so yeah. cold. It is yeah. still cold right now. It is still cold. It's always cold. Yeah. <laughs> We're a cold-hearted place. <laughs> we, we are. Now, uh, Greg, you, <laughs> you've talked about a conversation with your dad when you told him you were uh, bisexual, and he said that if 
he could choose between a voluptuous uh, woman or a sweaty, meaty man. He knew what he would choose. And I, I realized I was gay all over again when I read that because sweaty man sounds really good, like mm, super yummy. What, <laughs> yeah. was, what was your thought in that conversation? Uh, talk us through that. My dad was always a Mr. Fix-It, which is an endearing quality that he had. Um, but nothing could be not right in his family. So if something is wrong, he, he couldn't wait. He wasn't patient. He had to know what the problem was and how he could fix it right now. Mm -hmm. So for him, I think he knew that I was gay for a little while or that I was experimenting or, or in my mind. Um, he knew something wasn't right and didn't sit well with him. So he sat me down and said, right, out with it. I need to know what's going on with you. And he started listing these things. like He's like, are you having trouble at school? Is someone bullying you? What is going on? Um, and then the final thing, I think it was like the fifth thing on his list, he said, are you doing drugs? Yeah. Oh, and I okay. said, for God's, for God's sake, no, Dad. I said, I think I'm like bisexual. And he went, huh, bisexual. Now, now that, that, that means you have a choice. Oh. And that's when he said, you know, if I had my choice between a sweaty, meaty man or a voluptuous woman, I know what I'd choose. <laughs> and I said, okay, Dad. I will let you know when I've made that decision. Yeah, right. I'll <laughs> get back I mean, to you. We're, we're really good now, but like it's, it's taken a long time. He, when I just told him that I was gay, he, he just didn't know how to deal with it. He was the worst in that mind. But, you know, he was brought up that it was not, not right. And it was, it was, but we're really good now. We talk probably once a week. So. Oh, see, it does. That's yeah, good. it it's gets great. better. Time, yeah. it gets better. Yeah, like the campaign. It's beautiful. Uh, time works things out. The big out. turning point for him, yeah. the big turning point for him was about two years. Like, we didn't really talk. He kicked me out of home. Like, it was really bad. Oh, boy. Um, and I, it really, really was bad. Um, and when his best mate at, that he worked with at work had always been a lesbian but wasn't open and wasn't out, which was quite common at that time in workplaces, people kept it to themselves. They didn't talk about it. Um, she could see he was struggling and she actually told him that she was a lesbian and he couldn't believe it. Oh, wow. This, you know, upstanding woman in society goes home to a woman every night. He, he, he was, it, was, it was blown away, but it was also the best thing that could have possibly happened because he saw that being gay doesn't mean all these things that he's so scared of. For his son. Right. He was, you know, he was so scared of that I was going to be the stereotype of what his fear of the gay was, which is getting bashed, getting picked on, getting, um, you know, all those things. So it came from the right place. He just did not deal with it very well at all. Yeah. So he didn't deal with it in love. He pushed me away uh, and almost sort of tried to say, well, if you're going to be that way, I'm not going to have anything to do with you. Wow. I don't know whether it was a wow. tactic to try and bring me back. Um, yeah. But I knew that I couldn't change it. And, I, and yeah. I mean, my mom came from a similar place, but more, so she was, she, go, she went with love. So she did yeah. it the right mm -hmm. way. Yeah. She expressed her concerns and she was on, open and honest with me. Mm -hmm. And she's in tears and she was saying, I just don't want my son to have a harder life than he has to. Right, exactly. I don't want you exactly. to go through all that stuff, right. and I'm scared, but I love you, and I'm happy for you, but I am petrified. So she was scared, too. 
Yeah. At least um, when... Uh, yeah. I was going to say, when they choose to go through the journey with you, like you say, your mom chose love, and so it was a, a journey that she took with her son, I think that's always the better way. You know, you don't make... You don't jump to conclusions or actions. You try to just understand each other. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. And it still happens. It really does. Yes, it the, does. I mean, you only have to watch my video, which is set oh. in 2017. I didn't make a video of the past. I made a video of today. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, well, you know, and I, I'm connected with all of those stories in some yeah. way. And the, the lesbian story happened this year. And it was two oh. friends of mine. And they still don't talk to their family. Oh. So um, she has a relationship with her mom, but not her dad. So, um, you know, it still does happen. So I yeah. hope that people, that, that there are people that, that watch the video or share this with someone that's going through it to say, oh. it could be worse, you know? Yeah. Oh, please. I, wa I was talking in the intro for you that um, when we were doing, we have a radio show we do here as well. And on that live radio show, just before we went on the air, I watched your video and, because it just happened to pop up. And there it was. And it just, I just cried the whole time. It is just, because it's not only heartbreaking, but because it's, it's, it's not over. It's still there. These yeah. things are, and it is. It's still yeah. real life. And the first thing I did was tell our producer, Kurt, you need to get a hold of him because that mm -hmm. is an amazing, and I mean, millions of people have seen this video now. I mean, it is so, it, it touches yeah. everybody. It touches so many, so many people. Yeah. It really does. Well, look, I, I lost someone at the end of last year, and that was the real turning point and the reason I went. Because I'd been working on different concepts uh, for, for, for the video. Um, the hotel scene was something that I was going to do for a hot... That, that end scene, I was going to make that my first run-to-you video, which oh, was yeah. I think I released uh, two years ago. Um, but it got, just, uh, it got turned down by the label um, that I was with at the time, which I'm no longer with. Um, so... But this, this other stuff, that was a real turning point when I lost my friend. I said, right, mm -hmm. I've got to tell these stories and we've got to make sure people know that this is a real thing. And the amount of comments on there from people that just like were so shocked, which to me, it's not a shock because I see I lose people. We lose people in our community all the time to different things. Right. You know, six to one youth suicides are LGBTI. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when, when, I, when I saw these comments, I thought, I can't believe this is still happening. Yeah, or and it is. even, oh, this doesn't happen, surely. Yeah, it right. does. Yeah, yep. You know what I mean? It, so, it, it's such I'm a, sorry that you were yeah. crying. I hope you had tissues on hand. Oh, yeah. It, it was, you know, when you're crying because something is actually so beautiful that it's yeah. being said, hey, those are the good things. Okay. So and it's just nice that it was, that it was out and there. Jonathan, yeah, you want, to, you want to enjoy it. You, you kind yeah. of... You want to let those tears run right down to the end yeah, of your face. Exactly. Right. You want to. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's, it's 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 almost it's almost like a release for yourself too. Because I'm sure that, I mean, was there any of those stories in particular that oh you related to more than others? Oh my God, the whole. Well, first of all, the whole. And Here I, I think, am interviewing you. Right. Hey, yeah. that's great. <laughs> How the tables no, turn. The one with the parents and the uh, the gentleman in the hospital just ripped my heart out because it's the one thing that I don't think people understand mm -hmm. that 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 was a that's yeah. a right in the states. You know that was a big deal for so long. Was that was why we were fighting yeah. for marriage equality because we couldn't have that. And yet I feel like when people can see the actual truth of it, which was right there, that you could be denied seeing the one person you want to see when you're going through something scary like that, I think it makes it... Well, for it, those that, yeah. 
for those that don't realize, we don't have equality in Australia. Exactly. Right. We have equality. Yeah. And, so and we're still fighting that fight. Right. And still very much having that story was based on two stories mm-hmm. um, in my life that I put into one. Um, one being a guy that was that was suicidal. One being my friend I lost last year. Like it, a lot of the stories had elements of different things that I draw drew from um, in that story. Sure. But the end of the clip where the mother comes in and says, "No, get him out of here. I don't mm-hmm. want him in here." Um, it's based on an ongoing issue in Tasmania, which is for those that don't know, that's the, the little little triangle. A last state that's kind of segregated from Australia, but it's still yeah. part of Australia. Mm-hmm. It's at the bottom of Australia. Um, so he unfortunately uh, did die, oh. and his partner um, wasn't allowed to see the body. Oh my god! He was god. only allowed to come to the funeral if he agreed to sit in the back and not admit that his partner <gasps> was Ooh. his partner. Oh my god! And he was next to him. wow. On, wow. on, in the, so, so he was the, the designated next of kin. Yeah. And the police and the hospital and the family and everybody ignored that. Wow. And went with what the family wanted. You know, was him to be I have to say, yeah. I have to say, Australia better figure their shit out there because <laughs> you, ha- I mean, you can't treat people like that anymore. No. And that's, and you know, here in the, in no. the States, of course, it's different. Um, but I can't imagine that, you know, Australia is, is that's still that's still a fight you have to get through. And we'll we'll bring that up in, in just a second here as well. But I kinda wanna talk about um your song on the EP American Boy. I, I mean, I love the whole thing, but American Boy is a fun one, I think. Um and it's it kinda talks about a boy taking yeah. you, you know, around the States and you kinda going around here. Um I, I what was your favorite moment or what inspired that song um that that you wrote it and are you currently looking for that American boy it, to take you around <laughs> I'm asking I'm asking for a friend of course Sergey so okay, and I have a date book for June um look it it was definitely that was one of the first songs that I was before I came out publicly um I was performing that song and it was like my one song where I could be a bit cheeky and push the subject a little bit in my own, with my own audiences. And some of, some of them I feel like just, I mean, I feel like everyone knew, come on. Right. But, um, <laughs> but actually, actually, I was shocked at how many people didn't know when I was on Australia's Got Talent. I really? think if you come to a Great Gould show, you turn up and you yeah. go, oh, he's definitely gay. Right. Because I'm flamboyant on stage and I have mm-hmm. fun and I make jokes and, you know, it's not just, I'm not just a singer, I'm a performer. Um, but on Australia's Got Talent, it was sing your song, talk about the song, and then get off. Mm-hmm. And I was getting marriage proposals from women. I was getting all, all types of things. So I don't think it came across that I was definitely gay on right, TV sure. until later. See that? Um, but yeah. Well, you know, one of the things you've said, um, you've stated in interviews is that you, you know, and we talked about earlier, these labels, and you don't want to be the poster boy for being gay, but what's so amazing about you is that you are not, also, you're not afraid. You don't shy away from saying what you think about marriage equality and about doing so this, these videos. This came up recently in an interview. This came up recently. It's, there's a fine line between... I mean, a lot of people call me uh, openly gay singer Greg Gould was here, was performing on the weekend. Oh, I got you. Or, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it is meant, uh, it's always referenced as openly gay singer Greg Gould, mm-hmm. which I get, I get it. Right. But right. It, eventually that's got to go. 
Right, right. When do you just become a recording artist? When do yeah? Yeah. When does who happens to be gay? But that's not the thing. Yeah, Yeah. right. I ride my gay bike to school, and I go to my gay (laughs) apartment where I eat some gay food, (laughs) and I brush my gay teeth with my gay toothbrush. (laughs) That's how it is. Yeah, that's true. That's what they do to you. It's like when people said, "It's I'm not going to get gay married. I'm just getting married. I'm just getting married." It's regular stuff. (laughs) When I put when I put this EP together, I wanted to put American Boy on there because it was kind of like I could go and there's, there's a, another message in it that I could go to America and find a husband and get married. Oh. So if I can't have love and, and, and here, do I have to really go over to the States or to New Zealand or someone that has a quality to be able to live my love and live my life? Mm-hmm. Like, so there was a. So when I was putting the record together, so obviously there was Euphoria, and there's my, my a song that I wrote about love. Like it, it had that theme, so it was perfect to put on there. And then when Prince Ford said he wants to get involved, I was right. like, "That's freaking amazing!" Wow. This yeah, yeah. This guy who's in the studio at the moment with the Black Eyed Peas doing their new album, yeah. producing it. Wow. Um, he's on tour with Will I Am. He we're good friends, and he he wanted to put like he was, and he's straight. And he's a very, you know, eclectic following. Some would be definitely not for marriage equality or any of that stuff. And he, it was a non, it was a non-event for him. He was just like happy to be involved, want to do it. I, I gave him the, the music in an hour. He sent it to the trumpet solo back to me, which is so good, by the way. Wow. Um, and he was just such a support. And he's he's not openly could he stand up for equality or anything. He just he just he loves music and he loves talent and he wants to be involved. Right. So, wow. That's that's amazing. Now, okay, so uh, we're going to have to venture a little bit off topic here. Um, and you can blame the internet for this one, but um, <laughs> we're going to ask you a question of personal safety. Um, yes, personal it, safety. it is personal safety. Um, it seems like so many animals and bugs and snakes are out to kill you down in Oz. Uh, <laughs> how many deadly dangerous animals have you encountered? Right. Or, have you ever almost died? I feel like every day in Australia from the internet, you have to run into something yeah. that's going to kill you. <laughs> Everything. Everything. You know what? Yeah. I don't th- I think when you live here and you're brought up here, you don't really notice it. Oh, okay. I'm petrified by the snakes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have seen, in my life, I've seen three snakes in the wild. Oh wow! Oh my gosh! Uh, one when was, I was holidaying with my with my family in Queensland. Yeah, and it was on the beach, and we were we were staying in these villas, mm-hmm. and this snake was almost walking us home. It was really scary, um, and that was a red-bellied black snake, which is one of the most Ooh. deadly in the world. Oh my gosh! And just, just casually, you know, slithering by, by the by, and almost followed us the whole way home, and I was like almost couldn't walk and my dad's like just keep walking i'm like yeah okay (laughs) um the second one was i was swimming in my pool at home as a kid no 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 Uh -uh. and i was (gasps) no Uh uh-huh no that's terrifying (laughs) i'm so i'm so afraid right now my brother went to open the filter box and there was a, a, a brown snake, a oh, king brown snake, in no. the filter box. He jumped back, and it scared the snake, and the snake went in the water. <gasps> and jumped out as fast as I bloody could. Oh, oh, my God. God. So like, scary. I am mortified. That's a horror right? film. I think yes. the snake was, was startled, so it didn't come for me. Oh, it wasn't like anaconda. <laughs> like, I wasn't going to jump in the water. But, oh, my God. You also have the world scary. One, yeah. The third one was recently filming the... Um, 
the, the film clip that I filmed in Queensland, oh. the other commercial film clip. I'm not sure if you've seen it, where I'm shipwrecked on an island. Oh, I have not seen it. Um, and um, we were walking back. We had like a dinner break and we we're on set. And I, and I was walking back and it's the same thing. Just, just, oh my just God, casually no. just walked past me. No. <laughs> and I just, and they're so used to it up in Queensland. I, I live in the city for good reason. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so... So there's, there's the end of your question. If you don't want to be involved, live right in the city. <laughs> right, so, right. So I am only I visiting don't, Sydney. I don't want to live out in the bush. No, yeah. thank you. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't like spiders. I don't like creepy crawlies. I don't even like no. flies. So. <laughs> <laughs> we would get along just well. Yeah, you and Sergey are... You and Sergey are a match you know made in like? heaven. <laughs> what? What? I like ladybugs. <gasps> I do too. I do too, because at least they're pretty and they don't try to kill me. <laughs> there you go. There's a cafe that I go to. It's in the city here on Oxford Street, and I don't know whether they're just a haven for them. But every time I go there, it's like these little ladybugs will crawl up on your finger, and it's, it's amazing. <laughs> See, so, yeah, they're your good luck thing. charm, or they're secretly <laughs> trying to kill you. One yeah, of those. One of those. I love <laughs> animals, though. Don't get me wrong. Like. I, if I wasn't constantly touring, I would have a puppy dog in oh, my life. You but, should. Like, I love animals. That's so I sweet. You can get the little like portable kind. Freaking kill me. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's get yeah. to your new EP really quick. Now, of course, the, the single we mentioned now is you have remade uh, a very popular 1990s song by En Vogue. I had the CD. I remember this so well. You have, and it's one of my favorite songs ever. You remade uh, Don't Let Go in such a passionate way that it's garnered a lot of attention. But can you tell us more about the EP that's out and where people can go get your EP? Right. So more about the EP or more about, more about the songs? The um, both. Let's do both. Yeah, and then definitely let's tell people where they can go and buy it because they need to support you because this music yeah, is amazing. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> um, so... The song for me has always been one of my favorites. And the video came first. And once I had the concept of the video, I had to find a song. And I had just rec left a record label that were telling me that I was being too gay and that's why I wasn't booking gigs. Or, oh you know, they were God. really pathetic in me in there. So I wanted to make some music that made me happy, that made people happy, that made, mm -hmm. you know, I wanted to just make some fun music and get it out there. That's why it was an EP and not an album because it was. It was only three months after I left my record label that I put my first EP out. I was like, right, you're not going to hold me back. I'm going to get something out there, and I want it to be amazing. Yes. And I've always loved that song. Yeah. I'd never performed the song in my life before, but I've always loved it. And my friend came over for dinner one night, and she was singing it. Oh and she God. got to that part when she's like, I won't be satisfied with taking those <laughs> Love it. I just that love goes, that. That's brilliant. And I went, oh, my goodness. You won't be satisfied till we're taking those vows. And then I looked at the whole entire song and I just went, it's, it's the song. This is the song. Yeah. Um, the rest of it, so Euphoria, I, I had performed that before. Oh, um, that's amazing. Thank you, word change. In my version, I sing um, Forever, we're going to infinity. Uh, together, we're reaching for equality. And I changed the word that's um, right. in that version. I got, yeah. So, and I'd always done that in my performances, and I did a thing for the Australian Marriage Equality last year and performed that song and put in the cheeky word change, and they all lost this, this shit. So nice. I was like, right, 
So let's put that on there. It's such an, a gay anthem here. Is it a gay anthem in, in the U.S.? Is it it's what? not. Yeah, it's no, not. No. But it's a lovely song that we just love. Because I personally we listen love to it, it so much. right. We actually listen. So the original Lorene version was massive here, and you know it goes off in the club. So I was like, okay, well I'm going to do my thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love it back. Then there was the original song um, today that, that's on there. I'm not sure if you've heard that one, but um, I wanted to put a piece of me in there because I am a songwriter and I've got a lot yeah. of original stuff that I'm working on to to get to you guys. Um, and I wanted to, to that, I wrote that song, and I wrote it at the time as well, uh, the first time I ever felt real love for a man. So, oh. And I've only been in one relationship where I actually feel like I felt real love. Right. So, yeah, I wrote that song, and, and I was actually, it was a long-distance relationship. I was living in the States. And, um, and I called him, I sang it to him over the phone, like a complete oh. loser. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's um, beautiful. And it's um, the fourth track is American Boy, which we talked about already. Um, and the last track is the acoustic version of Don't Let Go. Uh, which I and love. And you can get it on yeah. iTunes and it's yeah. on Spotify. Yeah. Um, I think it's on Google Play. Like it's, it's, but, you know, if, yeah. for and anyone that has an iPhone, which is every single person in the world and it doesn't <laughs> have a Samsung, yeah, um, right. jump on iTunes. And we will, when we put up the, when the podcast goes live, which it goes live on Friday, we will put up that link as well because we Yay. want people to go buy, buy your stuff because you have to be huge in the U.S. And because you're amazing. You have website. to. So don't go on iTunes, just go to your website. Yes, go there you our, go. We love that. Go to jonathanandsergey.com. Yeah. Now. <laughs> Thank you for that plug. Yeah, I know. I love it. Okay. Greg, before. I was on jonathanandsergey.com all morning. Yeah. Oh, you God. Oh, no, that's oh. what we like to hear. <laughs> we'll keep you around. You can come back anytime. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> now, okay, before we let you, you guys go. Are amazing. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. We we you might not think we're amazing after this one though. Um, <laughs> we are going to have to ask you uh, because we're so in love with just Australians and how, you know, your, your accent, how you yeah. phrase things. We're going to ask you to say certain things as Australians would say, if you wouldn't mind, because yeah, we like, just love would, it. What would you say? What do yeah. you guys call these things there? Like, Here like, we, go. like we say alu uh, aluminum and you say. Aluminum. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's literally the same thing. Never mind. That one didn't work. That one, moving on. That was the best. Uh, that was the best effort. And we say uh, aluminum. I don't, okay. When you said that, I was like, I don't know if I say that any different. That, that's fine. That's fine. I I love it. <laughs> and our right. producer is in the background losing his shit right now because he thinks that's hilarious. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, let's see if it gets better. Let's see if Try it gets the better. Next one. <laughs> How do Australians say shrimp? Prawn. Okay, there we go. Yay, that one, that one's ding, good. Ding, ding. <laughs> Jonathan, <laughs> how do Australians say? Cotton candy. Ah, fairy fluff. Yeah, I love it. It's true. I didn't believe in. Sergey wrote this question, and I, I didn't did, believe yeah. any of it. Yeah. Well, how do you how do you say? It's definitely fairy fluff. My I love sister it. is obsessed with fairy fluff. <laughs> I, I love, love it. it. How do you how do you guys say mosquitoes? Mozzies. I love. <gasps> I've that. never heard. This is the first Mozzie. day I've ever heard. I love it. That that's what it. Th I'm, yeah. That's beautiful. It's a thing. It's a thing. Okay, there's only two more for you to put. You on. Know what? We probably just call them little shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that we do that here too. Yeah, that's that's a thing. That's a thing. That's yeah. a thing. <laughs> All right, afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll see you tomorrow, Arvo. Oh, Arvo. Yeah, I that's. That. I have never heard. Uh, that have, was new to me too. Where have I been that I have not known that that's how Australians say that? Okay, yeah. and you only have Arvo. one. One more thing, and, and then we'll stop annoying the Australian questions. 
<laughs> I love these. Oh, good. <laughs> how, how do you guys say flip flops? This is my favorite. Um, like oh, I, I get it. Yeah. So we say song. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's, it's isn't it it's perfect? And so I have to it's follow up with. Foot. Are yeah. there things that Americans say that you're like? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. What What is that like? Uh, see, I I think I'm the wrong person to ask that maybe because I lived in the states for a while. That's so I right. went through what you just went through and said, I'll see you tomorrow, Avo. And they go, what? Yeah, right. <laughs> and, I'll go, um, and I'll go like, oh, I just need to get some new songs. And they go, did you? No. And I'll say, oh, my gosh, I, I could really go some prawns on my steak. And, and, and I don't know if you have, do you have surf and turf? We do. Yes. Yeah. yes. We stole that from you. Yeah. 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 We did. Yeah, Bastards. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You are my yeah, favorite um, person. Oh, gosh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, next interview, I'm gonna have to research and find out. For there, you. Okay. Okay. First when of you all, come you, back. You just there made you our day because first of all, you're our favorite person ever, and I love that you are. You will come back. That's yes, the thing. That's it's the thing it's now. Done and done. Now, be- yeah. before we let you go, and we are going to play for our lucky listeners. Um, can't let go. Uh, don't for everyone to hear. Um, yeah, don't let go. I can't let go, but don't let go. Mm-hmm. Um, before we do that, will you remind people <laughs> where your website is so that they can go to your website as well? So all of social media stuff is just Greg Gould's music. Nice. Um, so Facebook.com slash Greg Gould Music or my Instagram handle is Greg Gould Music. Um, but the website is simple. Um, greggould.com.au for Australia. Exactly. I think that's amazing. Well, and then the final thing we'll ask you to do is will you please introduce this single that we're going to hear right now? Yes. I cannot wait to come to Washington yes. um, and spend time with you guys and have a drink. Yes. But if y'all are having... I can, oh, that's one thing. That, okay, yes. Y'all. We don't say y'all. Oh, y'all. Oh, that's yeah. a southern thing. We don't really either. I say y'all all the time. Well, that's because you're from like Texas. You're from I Oklahoma. Said, yeah. But I'm allowed to because I'm a performer. I make it all up as I go along. I love I that. Y'all don't sing with me. Y'all don't sing with me. Yeah. I love it. And I've had so many people say, "Greg, you're not, you're not a, a, an American woman." Like, because <laughs> on stage I'm so much like, "Y'all gonna shake your booty with me? Come on, let's go." I'm a, I'm, a naughty, I'm a naughty boy on stage. So. I love anyway, that. Um, Perfect. <laughs> thank you for having me on your show. And Our it's pleasure. Been a pleasure. It's probably one of my favorite interviews ever because <sighs> it's just so much fun. Awesome. Um, this is my version of On Vogue's Don't Let Go. I believe you're playing the acoustic version, which um, if you want to check out the video, go to my Facebook page. I love you all, and thank you very much. Thank you. You have an amazing night. Thank you so much. We love you so much. Bye. Happy Mardi Gras from Sydney. Oh, yay!
when you're not around I won't be satisfied to be taking those vows There'll be some heartbreaking, soul shaking There'll be some heartbreaking, soul shaking There'll be And fantasize the stars above are watching you. They know my heart and speak to yours like only lovers do. If I could wear your clothes and pretend I was you and lose control, there'll be some heartbreaking soul shaking. There'll be some soul shaking. There'll be some. Those 
And that was Don't Let Go, the acoustic version from Greg Gould, the fabulous Australian. Okay, first of all, one of, oh, one oh. of my favorite interviews. I know. Talk he about... yeah, is fun. I love him. He's, and hilarious. For, I mean, first of all, let's just, let's just get this... Let's get this right. Um, the accent on point... Oh, beautiful. ...melts the soul. It does. Um, and he's such and a sport. He put up so, with us asking him crazy Australian <laughs> you know questions. What? I, as I was uh, writing some of these questions, I literally was like, you know what? I don't want to offend him, but also I don't care. Right? Because <laughs> I it, I mean, I care about offending him, but I just I want to yeah. ask this question. He was the sweetest. So also, sweet. I just want to... One moment, mm. I fell out of my seat. He sang live. Mm. He, that killed me. Oh. It killed me. Oh. And oh. that song is amazing. Please, as we said, you can go... Uh, we'll have that video on our website as well. Yes, we will. I shared it on my personal page today, mm-hmm. and people were like, I cried. I know. Um, mm. Absolutely amazing. But remember, like he said, he... He's just a great guy. We're going to get him to Washington. We're going to get him on our show. Yeah. Also, um, I'm pretty sure he was confused about which Washington we were in. I know. That's okay, but that's though. that's easy. That that's happens okay. a lot. Hey. Because why what, Why did we go out and start why? making the capital DC and then making us Washington? I know. Who thought of that? But you know what? We're Make still, that Columbia. Right. Or something. He's still going to come over. I know. And he's going we'll to get him over to he's gonna have some. He's yeah. going to have some martinis with the boys. Yeah. You, you know, can propose, <laughs> and you two can get married. That's okay. I Sam know. Smith's not available, so I'll go to... Right. Um, Greg Gould, I will call it right a, here. Yeah. Greg Gould is going to be huge. I know. He, I really think First he of all, he has an amazing voice. Amazing. Um, great talent. Please, please, yeah. please go download this EP, um, because you're, gonna, you're just going to love every single song. An American Boy, yeah. I can't stop listening to it. No. It's fun. It's so fun. He mentioned his version of Euphoria, which yes. I know oh. you cannot get enough of because it's absolutely and it was talk about soul. exactly talk yeah. about soul and it was a winner on eurovision so he did his own thing and mm-hmm. i love that it's a gay anthem down here we need to do this up here we do. i'm gonna i'm gonna call uh kitty at nine and be like start playing this yeah we need to start this getting right this shit now. out there okay so we want to remind everybody you have been listening to the martini lounge with jonathan and sergey yes. a little cheers ching, clink, ching. Clink. thank you this. to bestango for sponsoring yes. our drinks today yeah we, we love, love them so remember if you're in spokane and you want a good place to go we highly recommend the Bistango's uh, Martini Lounge, which is downtown. That's that's a lot of fun. Now, remember, if you need more from the boys, you can always go to our website, as he was so kind. Greg was so nice to, to plug yes. us on our mm-hmm. own show. Uh, JonathanandSergey.com. Go there uh, for everything you need to know. You exactly. You can see us on Facebook. You can. That's going to be uh, Facebook.com slash JonathanandSergey. Um, Twitter, JonathanSergey. And Instagram, JonathanandSergey. I know. Please, please follow us. And I guess we'll just see you next time. I know it's going to be a lot more, a lot of fun. We'll see you next Friday, Avro. The Martini Lounge is made possible by... Insert your name here. And also... We're looking for ads. And don't forget... You can display your business right here. The Martini Lounge can be found on Facebook, Instagram... And Twitter under Jonathan and Sergey. And also our website, jonathanandsergey.com. Until next time, all you cool cats.